Welcome to another episode of Experience with Alexander. Today we are going to start with fantasy football from the last week. Uh, our squad did, I would say, average because we had Vardy and San Maximan as the strikers next to Jimenez. Both Vardy and San Maximan managed to score while Jimenez did not. But looking at his game, he, he played terrible. He did not have any chance to score, chances to score. So I guess. That's it, we won't choose him for next week. Looking at our midfield players, Saar and Salah managed to score. Saar played a great game, he scored twice. So he was a great solution for our team. While Madison and Sterling did not do anything, Madison even had more offensive position because Leicester played with three midfield players and with Madison in front of them, but he still did not manage to do anything. Sterling, he had a terrible game. I don't see him having any more chances in uh, big chances in the city playing in the crucial games, but I I know that even before I picked him, but I just had to choose him because I they played against Southampton and I expected a lot of goals, and because Sterling did not play week before or even in Champions League game, so that's why I knew he's gonna play. That was the main reason we chose him. And in the defense we have Urban Diaz and. Walker having clean sheets, even though it was a little bit tricky because Walker got red card and he fouled, I think it was McAllister, and the referee showed penalty kick, but VAR, VAR made decision not to book Walker and there was no penalty. And also had also clean sheet, while Ray James did not play against Tottenham at all. So I guess that's zero points for us because I did not have a lot of players on the at the bench that would come in and replace him. Now let's go over games more in more in detail. Looking at the first game of the week, Leeds against Newcastle. Leeds is still struggling a lot to create and score. We have Bamford who keeps impressing me, even though he did not manage to score yet. He runs a lot. He has great at uh, work ethics. He is defending with the team. He is putting constant pressure on the opponent's defense. So I think the goals will come come in soon. As soon as Rafinha, Harrison, and Daniel James manage to create a bit more chances for Bamford because they are playing a little bit fast right now. Rodrigo is moving a lot, but they are not creating as much in the opponent's box. And their defense is horrible at the beginning of the season. But we know that even last season, they were the team that had most goals in their games. Because they did manage to score a lot, but they also conceded a lot of goals. And now, with a lot of defenders injured, they do not have any chances of keeping the clean sheets. And we know that their keeper is very young and he managed to create a lot of mistakes. So I do not trust him at all. Saint Maximan, he is the only player worth mentioning in Newcastle right now because Wilson is injured and Saint Maximan is the only player that creates anything and had any chances during the game. And he managed to score, obviously, we had him in our fantasy team. But I feel like Newcastle need new midfield players because, yeah, Willock came in the team, but he has a lot of defensive tasks. And 
Hayden, Shelby, Hendricks, none of them is good enough for Premier League. They just play with with what they have on their own. Let's say if he's midfield player, he's offensive midfield player, and he does not even have enough strength to play for a full 90 minutes if he has defensive tasks. So basically, we have one team that has, let's say, average defense, no midfield players, and two good players in the offense. So that does not work. The second game of the week was a little bit surprising because Brentford took some points from the Wolverhampton. Wolverhampton had a really bad game. They struggled to sc- they struggled to score from the beginning of the season, but Jimenez is not in the form. Jinkai and Traore both create a lot of chances, but they cannot finish. I feel like Padence and Neto may not be as creative as Adama or Jinkai, but they can score, they can finish. And that's what they need at the moment. Maybe they could change their formation. Maybe play. Maybe they should play without third center backs and giving Podence maybe chance to play as offensive midfield player in front of the Mutinho and Ruben Neves, and that way he can get in the chance when he plays behind Jimenez to go in the box and score once the Adama or Chincao create something for him. Manchester City had played against Southampton, and that was another surprising game, at least surprising result for us, because Southampton plays great football, but I did not expect them to defend that well. City struggled a lot, and this is not the only game they will have hard time scoring, because they don't have classic striker. The, that cannot that can do something in the middle because a lot of balls end up on the wings, but, uh, but they have to go with lower crosses instead of aiming for a tall striker. And when Grealish goes with regular cross, you don't, you cannot expect from Gabriel Jesus or Sterling or Marius, whoever is inside, they cannot jump and score with their head. That's just obvious. I feel like. In January, transfer window, they have to go either for Kane or somebody else. That player doesn't have to be as good as Kane, but has to be somebody who can play against the smaller teams and score against smaller teams when they defend with all of their players. Aston Villa played against Everton, and Aston Villa confirmed that Everton's form won last. They don't have creative midfield players, and with that defense, nothing good can happen. Because you are playing with Allen and Ducre, both of them are defensive midfield players, and you have played with three centre-backs, and none of them is good enough. I feel like Godfrey and Hoggate have a lot of potential, but they just play terrible, and most of those players are mostly good in the air. But once they play one-on-one, they cannot do anything. And now we have uh, James uh, Hamas leaving for Qatar. I feel like Hamas. I I don't know what happened there actually because I feel like he can play in most of the European teams right now. He would be probably the best player in the Europa League, but his high salary demands probably decided <laughs> that he cannot stay anywhere in Europe because he does not have enough strength to play full ninety minutes. He probably loses all of his strength after sixty minutes. But thing is, if he managed, if he took some lower wage, he could stay in Europe anywhere and have great season. But 
I guess that's what he decided. Now United against West Ham. United grabbed <laughs> lucky win, I would say, because West Ham was not bad team on the field. They had a lot of chances, but they did not have a lot of luck. Even they were maybe was penalty that was not given for Ronaldo, but anyway, I think that United is wasting Ronaldo's last year playing with Ole, because I don't think Solskjaer is manager that can lead United to the title, because he has a lot of potential, but that potential is for smaller teams, where he can play defensive football based on counter-attacks, and when you do that with United, you cannot expect to win the title because you're the dominant team on the field. You have a lot of possession, but you cannot score from that possession. So basically, you have to let the other team attack as much as possible so you can create something so you can run that counter-attack. And Maguire keeps forgetting that he is not technically gifted as best centre-backs in the world. He sometimes managed to send one good long pass, and he decides to do it for the next six or seven balls when he misses, but horribly misses every single time the player he was aiming for. So I would like to see how would Lindelof play next to Varane. I don't think they would replace Maguire completely with Lindelof, but I would like to see one game where Varane and Lindelof play together and they maybe even be a good pairing, who knows. Tottenham against Chelsea, yeah, Chelsea had easy win. Tottenham managed to surprise them during the first 20 minutes, but after that they did, couldn't do anything. And I feel like there was mistaken formation, because you played basically four midfield players, you had Andembele and Los Celso on the pitch at the same time, and when you have Los Celso on the wing, he cannot do anything. He's a slow player that has Great potential, law of vision, but he cannot do anything. He cannot run around Alonso, even though Alonso is not one of the fastest fullbacks, but still, Los also cannot create from the wing. You have Ali, who is initially played during the beginning of the season as a fancy midfield player. You put him at the wing as well. I mean, he had a lot of central midfield tasks and he helped defense a lot but his greatest potential is when he plays behind Kane so he can either either create for Kane's or son something or he maybe should and score himself and uh, what can I say about Chelsea they had easy win but still I think once Pulisic recovers I don't see Havertz playing at all he I don't see him as a crucial player he had few good games in Chelsea during this year and a half and everybody is talking about him as he is one of the greatest players in the world because he is still still slow and he needs a lot of chances to score. Basically if they played with Lukaku, Mount and Pulisic they would have combination of speed and technique so they could create both from counter-attacks and from possession. Now let's talk about fantasy team for the next week. So I started with Schmeichel uh, as the goalkeeper because Leicester is playing against Burnley and I think they should defend 
well against Burnley because they cannot do a lot and I feel like that could be probably the safe bet and I put Ricardo Pereira also from Leicester in the defense because I he needs to create something he will have a lot of chances to cross the ball in I just feel I just have to hope that Castagne won't play in front of in instead of him and if Castagne plays he would be as play as left back instead of Bertrand and I put uh, Van Dijk and Kurzuma next to Ricardo Pereira I put Van Dijk because they're playing against Brentford and Liverpool should have another easy game and Kurzuma uh, they play against Leeds and we know how West Ham is good at defending and once they get the corner or something like that once he manages to stay in the opponent's box he can score with his head because scored I think seven goals last season from the corners so he's great in the air and West Ham is scoring a lot of their goals from corners or free kicks so there's a lot of potential for Zuma. Now when we talk about midfield I went with four players again. First player is Mane and I put also Jota next to him because they are playing against Brentford. I'm assuming Brentford will defend most of the game and one of them or maybe even both of them should score. Now since Saar impressed me over the last week with his two goals I gave him a chance again against Newcastle because we are they are playing a lot against one team that does not defend that well and the fourth player in midfield was Trussard they are playing against Crystal Palace and I, Brighton is not gonna defend against anyone during this season so if they had some great striker instead of Welbeck or Mape I would choose him but instead of that I'm going for Tassar because he is creating and scoring so he can do something now as the front three players I went with Ronaldo because they are playing against Aston Villa and I also chose uh, Ings from Aston Villa because I think that both teams will concede none of them will defend that much and third player third striker is Antonio their uh, Leeds is playing always uh, offensive football so I feel like when team goes to pressure the defense there will be a lot of plays for Antonio on their counter-attack score now when we talk about La Liga we have Benzema uh, being directly involved in 15 goals in the first six games he scored eight goals and have seven assists and that's best start ever and he for any player in the 21st century and he also scored 200 goals in La Liga so Real Madrid is playing quite interesting football even though they can not defend still Real with 20 has won 21 goals in the first six games and that's highest scoring start in the last 34 years they grabbed those points against Valencia even though it was a bit tricky because they scored in the last four minutes both of those goals. We have Vinicius still performing great 
and when he had Benzema in the form, that cannot go bad. But I still think Benzema can score a lot more goals if he stayed center, a bit centered in the opponent's box. Most of the time, he goes back for the ball. He wants to create. He wants to be included in the game. That brought him these seven assists. But if he wants to score more, he should he should just stay in the opponent's box most of the time. Uh, they won against Mallorca. They scored six goals. Asensio and Isco both scored some goals, but I still feel like both of those players will leave next season because we have Brian Diaz performing great in Italy. He will come back next season. We have Kamaminga who played with a lot of confidence at the beginning of the season. I just think his first touch should be a lot better because when he receives the ball, the first touch, his control is not that great. The ball always goes maybe half meter to one meter next to him. But his vision, his creation and his ball control after that are great. Barca is playing bad. They do not create a lot. And during the game with Granada, who was the player with most chances, he was great in the air and had and even managed to score at the end. But I feel like Coman is getting unnecessary critiques at the beginning of the season because what he can do with this team, because you have Depay and De Jong as your two strikers, and the rest of the team is injured. You have Ansu, Dembele, Aguero, Brightfight, everyone on the sideline injured. So even though I don't like Coman as a lot. I feel like he's getting criticized over nothing at the beginning of the season. And we have Barca probably looking over some new managers to bring them to the team. But I feel like they should wait at least till January to see what Common can do with his full team. And I also saw a lot of discussions about Messi not scoring yet. <laughs> and I feel like that's funny because once Messi starts scoring, he will not stop, especially in the France. But I feel like people do not realize that Paris Saint-Germain does not have the good midfield players. The only player worth mentioning in that team, midfield player worth mentioning in that team, is Verratti, and he is injured most of the time. And when you have Vinaldo, Midrisagi, Danilo Paredes, Herrera, none of them is creative player. None of them has that vision, that true pass and anything that could help Paris score more goals. So basically, when you look at Paris' creation over the last few seasons, most of that was was connected to Di Maria and Neymar. If none of them is creating, they cannot score. Because Van Aylum is, let's say, overrated player. Because when he played in Liverpool, he fits in that club's vision when he just had to run a lot and play with short passes. Because he all he had to do is get the ball, give it to Robertson or Arnold, or Arnold, and they will go with the cross. And if Paris Saint-Germain does not play like that, they like to have more ball in midfield where they would try to go with true balls for Mbappe or Neymar to cut when they cut inside, you cannot have players performing that well. And I feel like that's the biggest issue. 
because even if Marquinhos played as defensive midfield player instead of centre-back, he would create more than those midfield players that they already have. 